freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your first look episode at this week's The Northern Trust. All capitals. Joining me to break it all down, Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, I'm pretty sure all capitals, you just have to like yell it when you say the name of it, right? Right. Every time you, um, yeah, uh, that's exactly <laughs> right. Um, is this the, would you say that this is the premiere event in the, on the caps lock tour? Ooh. Ooh, I mean, it has to be because it's no, well, oh, no, the players, no, the, the players, players. but it's, this is probably the second, right? The players doesn't capitalize the entirety of championship. That is true. So I'm not even sure the players count. The players, you, the players is capitalized. Championship right. isn't. So what the, we have the CJ cup, that's CJ all cup capped, all the way through. Yeah. The Northern, uh, the Northern trust all the way through. Yeah. Um, what what else do we have? Did they do the uh, Zozo? The Zozo. And I think that was all the way through. I think championship was all caps. I think it was too. Even, they even did wow. the CJ. When it was CJ Cup at Shadow Creek, they even capitalized all of that. <laughs> um, it's, it's commitment. Is it's really commitment. what it is. And hey, it differentiates. I mean, I, I don't understand all of it. I um, but They always capitalize tour as well. Like right. Comcast business tour that's cat all caps. So it's a, it, it's a way to differentiate and it definitely makes certain events stand out when you look at the schedule and total. The one that I don't get is the opposite of the caps lock and it's the memorial, the, you have to the, whisper it. the lowercase T the memorial, the, the memorial, but memorial I, I, I is capitalized. Memorial is capitalized. The, it's a lowercase T. So whenever you see on broadcast um, official documentation, if they use all caps, you'll see a small T, to it, which is it, it's a very interesting. Where so else it, are you getting this level of capitalization content? Yeah, yeah are we on now? Is <laughs> nowhere else can you get this? No, you, you can't. But we are here for the Northern Trust, which is the first leg of the playoffs, Greg. And what, like, let's just get this out of the way. You're going to see the highlights of Dustin Johnson going absolutely scorched earth at this event last year. It was at TPC Boston. We are playing Liberty National this time around. So different course. And it is the only FedEx Cup playoff event with a cut. So this is this is it. We're going to cut them down uh, after 36 holes. And then the following two events are obviously going to be no cut events. Uh, near uh, full field, 125 players getting in, um, which is which is cool. This is always a cool event. Liberty National is an interesting course. Um, when they first played here, well, one, first things first, it's sweet. It's one of the coolest it's places to watch on TV. Um, so from from a viewer's perspective, you're going to see great visuals of the skyline, really up close. The, the Statue of Liberty looks like it's on the 18th green. It's so close, yes. um, which, which is so cool. And I haven't had a chance to actually get out on the golf course. Um, so I, I haven't seen that as up close as I'd like. One day I will. Um, but, but you're going to get really cool views. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece of property. It used to be a landfill and it looks nothing like that now. I promise you. So all that's really cool. But as for the actual playing of the golf course, um, some players have had mixed reviews on it. 
in that was back in 2009 and they did make a couple of changes in 2013 and mm -hmm. it seemed to get a little bit better it seemed to um it, it seemed to be a little bit uh more well received if that's the proper way to say that so so i yeah i think it's a i think it's a really cool venue i think it's really fair for a playoff event yeah so they they started um this is the event that well, I don't want to say that because I don't think that's accurate. But here are the last couple of times that we we were at Liberty National. So Patrick Reed won it in 2019. Adam Scott won it in 2013. Heath Slocum won it in 2009. And we've kind of bopped around, uh, you know, between TPC Boston and a couple other other venues kind of since then. Right. Well, TPC Boston came into the fray um, when the PGA moved to May. And that year, right. which was 19, when they made all those changes, the playoffs went from four events down to three events. And so what was what used to be the Deutsche Bank, um, and I think it was also Dell Technologies at one point, that event in Boston, which always had it was always the second leg, got right. combined with the Northern Trust. So now they're alternating. They go back every and year. forth. Next yeah. year they'll go back to TPC Boston. So um th that's where we get a little bit more of a mix. And then in New York, I don't think it's Liberty national every year. Uh, I think they have a rotation there um, in, in around the New York courses. Maybe that's changed, but um, bet they've played it at Beth page for the Northern trust. They've played it at Aronimic um, playing field. So there's, there's been a number of sort of New York area, New Jersey area venues. Um, and this is a, this is a really cool one. It is. And with the conclusion of the Wyndham Championship, the field is set. Chesson Hadley, he's he's number 125. He is in the bubble boy, the guy looking out. Uh, thanks to a three putt on 18, Greg, Justin Rose. And uh, we joke and we tease that every shot counts all year long. But every shot counts, especially at the Wyndham Championship on the 18th green, because if you three putt, you might go from 124 to 126. And there are countless shots throughout the year. You could say, oh, man, if I had just made the cut there, if I had just gotten minimum points at, at that event instead of missing a cut, I'd be there. Um, and it's really easy to play that game. But ultimately for Justin Rose this week, it was a beautiful performance and really impressive. It's just so disappointing. It's magnified so much at the Wyndham. How how much a shot counts, how much it really matters is magnified at this event. And it's really cool to see. Um, but ultimately, everybody's here for a reason. Everybody has shots they wish they um, could have back throughout the year. Um, those ever important shots. But it, it all comes down to what you do on Sunday. Rosie looked like a sure thing. He looked like a log. He looked like he had a chance to win. Um, I, I thought he had, he had a real chance to get into that playoff. And unfortunately, uh, he three putts. And all of a sudden, he's got a couple of weeks off. We can talk about the guys in the 125 who are going to try to make their way into the top 70 for the following event. But Let's look at the top. I mean, just everyone's here. I mean, right? I mean, it, Rory, Rom, DJ, Justin Thomas. I mean, take your pick. If there is a star that you are interested in seeing, like Colin Morikawa, he will be teeing it up because this is when all the FedEx Cup points, they start to go bonkers, Greg, right? I mean, this is where you get two events to position yourself for Eastlake, and we have learned in the short history of using starting strokes they matter more than I think anybody wanted to give it credit for maybe the first year. Like you have to be 
probably in the top five heading into the tour championship if you want a shot to actually win it. Um, you, you do need to be, you're not coming back from 10 shots back. No, there's just, there's just no way. So, um, but, but the playoffs give you a real opportunity, um, a a real opportunity, a real good opportunity to move up. Um, and you can move up quite, you can move up rather quickly. I'm trying to get the actual point breakdown. Now there's a distribution, um, and I'm trying to find the one for the playoffs, which I haven't found yet, but it's either triple or quadruple points. Um, I, I think the winner gets 1500 now it's quadruple. It's, um, oh, what I just found it's 2000. So yeah, you okay. go from two, you know, 500 is a regular field event to 2000. Um, actually hold on first two events at the conclusion of points. See, this contradicts itself. This I'm on the PGA tours website. They, in the, in the text, it says 1500 points to the winner, but in the chart that they show, it says 2000 to the winner. Right. So the PGA tour doesn't even know. I, I, Rick, I, I think, um, I am going a little bit, I should have read this beforehand. So I apologize, but, um, going off the top of my head, it used to always be 2000 and I think now it's 1500. So I think they've reduced it to triple points, which still, whether it's triple points or, or quadruple points, we're, all that means is one thing the the leaderboard's going to fluctuate dramatically. And when you look at the difference on the PGA Tour between coming in first place and coming in third place, uh, the winner of the Wyndham versus Webb Simpson, who finished one shot out of the playoff, that difference is uh, is enormous. And so that happens again in the playoffs at even a greater scale. So um, every shot's going to count again here at Liberty National. And when you get down to Sunday afternoon, we're going to have another bubble to watch. And somebody's going to three putt the 18th green and miss the top 70. Uh, somebody's going to make a, a birdie at 18 and put himself in position heading into East Lake with a real chance to win who you didn't think maybe a Webb Simpson um, jumps himself right up there into contention or somebody who's outside the top 10. Um, maybe Jason Kokrak does well at Liberty national. And all of a sudden he's got a chance to win the tour championship. So it, it's exciting. There's a lot of, a lot of moving parts at, at the Northern trust. Yeah, there certainly are a lot of moving parts and there's guys that are going to try to ascend up the leaderboard, but guys who are well positioned right now, Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Cantlay, Harris English, John Rahm, that rounds out your top five in the FedEx cup standings. Now we've seen, We've seen guys at some point, I don't think it's going to happen as much anymore now that we're down to three playoff events, but we have seen when it used to be four playoff events, some guys would try, would try to strategize. Maybe I'm going to take the first week off. Maybe I'm going to take the second week off, depending on how I do in the first week, because it, it really it really becomes a math problem on the way to East. Like I don't think we're going to get that scenario as, as much now that we're down to three playoff events, but it, it's kind of a, a strategic situation that these players are entering. Three three playoff events and uh, the staggered start. And when you combine both of those elements, it really reduces the opportunity to skip one. I, I remember Tiger always skipped uh, at least one of the first two and still won the FedEx Cup uh, a couple uh, <laughs> yeah. twice. Right. So it it, it um, isn't it what you want. And so the changes that they've made have really put an emphasis on, uh, you know, elevating the point elevating the points in the playoffs, um, reducing it from four to three and staggered start. Those three elements really make it hard to miss because um, you can fall way, you can fall way, way more people can pass you when points are quadrupled or tripled rather than 
in a normal week, taking a week off, not a big penalty in a normal week. Um, any of these upcoming events, there's a big penalty for that. I am very interested to see how bookmakers deal with Colin Morikawa because after his first handful of victories, first couple of victories, Greg, he still never got that respect from odds makers and, and in fields where everyone else showed up, he would continue to slip to 25 or 30 to one. Now we've only had, uh, I guess since his open championship, he played the WGC. He was one of the favorites there, but that's kind of a smaller field. It was, it was a weird situation. And it was the first event, uh, first big event after the open championship. I'm very interested to see how he is treated over the course of the next event or two. And if he will ev eventually start slipping again, or if he is now solidified near the top of the board as one of the best, uh, the best players and one of the shortest thoughts. Uh, particularly for maybe more so than DraftKings even, but watching Colin Morikawa play, his his ability to close the deal and win is as good as anybody's. And I, for that reason, I mean, I, that that's why a Bryson is always up there, right? That's why Bryson's always a favorite. That's why um, that's why Dustin Johnson and John Rahm are always up there. That's why Rory McIlroy's always up there, even if they're not in great form. They're up there in their odds because they win. And they can win like Rory did at the Wells Fargo this year, um, any any given week because they just have that kind of talent. And uh, to me, Colin Morikawa is in that category right now for a while, and really until the Open Championship, I thought he was on his way to that category. Not there yet. Now I think um, my mind is made up. It's got a secure now, and I, I think I expect the same. For the bookmaker so I, I expect him to see um what what would you think would be a good number i i, I gotta say top five in in the odds at, at oh least. i think he has to be yeah so i think what you're gonna get is um and again it's only 125 man field but everyone's here john rom well i'll tell you what i would not be surprised to see john rom as the favorite um i would not be surprised to see jordan spieth up there because he's also a very public golfer he gets a lot of backing uh mm. and then i and then maybe morikawa either as the second or third shortest odds depending on on kind of the spieth situation because books books don't want to oh. get burned on spieth you know right right so Spieth makes a lot of sense. Rom makes a lot of sense. What do you think about the DJs and the uh, like DJ Bryson and maybe JT or Rory, one of those other guys, they kind of stand out to me as they're always near the top. Yeah. Is more you see the more is ahead of all those guys. Yeah. So books have let Rory slip into the twenties a couple of times recently. Books have let Bryson slip into the thirties recently. I, there's not as much momentum on those guys. And then Dustin Johnson's kind of interesting because he's technically won this event three times. He has not been good this year. And I, I think that we're going to start to see some slippage on, on DJ here eventually to like 20 or 25, but man, it's it, when it gets there, I'll be pulling the trigger because uh, yes. that is scary yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, Rick, if you look at, there's this really cool um, thing you can do when you look at stats where, uh, at least on this one site, I, your site, I think does it too, but you can look at year to date through a certain, you can definitely do it on your site. But yes. at this point last year, what did DJ rank uh, on the PGA tour and all the strokes gain metrics uh, and through Memphis, his statistics last year were horrible. And they rose up to be pretty good, but he, he made massive leaps on this run, of course. And this year it's been much better in every category, um, except one. He was better off the tee last year at this point than he is this year. But every category, big improvement. And I kind of feel like Dustin Johnson is right on the 
precipice again of breaking through and having another good run. I'm just not sure if Liberty is the is the best place for that run to start. Um, but but I, I think if he gets into the twos, you got to pull the trigger. All right. Well, we will find out on Monday morning if he does indeed get into the twos. And we'll be back uh, Monday afternoon to break it all down for DFS purposes. Tuesday is your mega preview pod and round by round recaps the rest of the way. But for now, let me thank producer Jacob. He does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, it's Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at The Real GFD. This has been your first look for the Northern Trust. You can find me at Rick Rungood. This has been the first cut. I will catch you next time.